Listener production. Our first nappy change. Marcus and I start talking and then I'm like, oh, fuck, he's pissing. Don't film me. You are ridiculous. Don't do that either. I'm sick of you. You're a nutcase. I don't care, mate. Look at you. You infuriate me as a human being. Are you recording? Can I pick my nose? Luke, I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott. Scott, I hear you've got some news. Call me daddy, call me zaddy, whatever you like. I am a dad, Luke. And yes, you're an uncle. Um, I have two gorgeous twin sons. All right, go hit us. What are the names? Okay, first, um, I always, you know, everyone here knows that when I worked in Africa, um, in Ghana specifically, there was an organisation there that I was very heavily involved with. And one young boy who blew me away, who's an adult now, um, his name's Obed, and he's the most incredible human being I've ever met in my life. Inspires me still to this day. And I promised myself, I promised him that my first son would be called after him. So um, Marx and I don't th- do things half-assed, so we double-barreled it. We called our first son that came out Obed Oliver. Uh, yes, it's hyphenated. And our second son, who came out two minutes later, we have called Bobby Beckett. Why did you want to hyphen the names? Um, Marcus and I are looking at it like we've also hyphenated their surnames to Salen O'Halloran. And we just thought, you know what? Fuck it. We've gone through so much to try and make them. So this is like our little payback for the rest of their lives. Every single letter that they have to write, they're going to think of their dads and how much they had to go through to make them come to this world. I just thought, does that mean they get middle names as well or not? No, no middle names. Just two first names and two last names. (laughs) And who was heavier? Uh, listen, so we've known since day dot that baby B was bigger and baby A was smaller. And so um, the funniest, craziest thing is that baby A, the smaller one, which all of the scans, everything was pointing towards that baby being my biological child. Okay, we got we got news today. He, when he came out at 12.19 a.m., he came out. Listen to this. This is no exaggeration. He came out yelling, not crying. So everyone in the theatre started laughing their heads off at him because they're like, he's just he's just making noise. He's not crying. So everyone was laughing. And that's who we called Obed. And then bigger baby B came out and he was very chill. Um, and he, he weighed 5.1. Baby A, Obed, he's come out weighing five pounds. Cool. So I've done the maths. 5.1 pounds is 2.3 kilos for those in Australia. Yes. So the average baby weight is 3.2 kilos. So they're a bit smaller. Was that always anticipated? No, they've come early. So they've been born at 32 weeks and five days. However, they are presenting as babies at 34, 35 weeks. So they've said these babies are very, very big for their age. They're very healthy. They've like, they've already weaned Bobby Beckett off um, oxygen. They've already, they're feeding well. They've do, they're doing their poos. They're doing their wees. Oh my God, Bobby peed on his face. Our first nappy change. Marcus and I start talking and then I'm like, oh fuck, he's pissing. And he's like, his whole face was covered in wee. <laughs> so what's the plan now? When, when do they get to Australia? When do you come home? Um, we have been told that baby's in Nike 
uh, stay in NICU until their expected delivery date. So that's, we've still got another three weeks ahead of us. However, these boys are champions and they're passing all of the tests at the moment. So we anticipate that they might be there for, let's call it a week, maybe a bit over. Um, that's us being, you know, having high hopes and promising and that everything keeps going up the way it is. But I think we'll be home mid-March. I don't know if that's good news for you, Luke. I don't know if that's good news for you. I don't know if that's good news for the fucking tradies that are working in the house. But y'all fucking better pucker up and move as fast as I do. And whilst you're gone, what's happening with the podcast? Oh, well, you and I hustled our asses off and with Mandy and tried to record as many segments as we could thinking that this might happen. So it turns out we have a crystal ball and the three of us can see into the fucking future. So don't ask me who wins the US election uh, because it's not good news. But we are going to do our own little special episodes. We're going to try and record a couple of things whilst I'm over here. Otherwise, you have some incredible, incredible segments to listen to over the next couple of weeks and my favourite episodes actually coming up. And how's Surrogate Amber going? Amber is an absolute trooper. Like she made it very clear that she knows how to cook babies. And she, when we were in that room, oh, you need to hear this. We get a call at 3.30 a.m. from Amber saying, listen, I think you guys should come. Fast forward a few hours later at 7, she's like, hang on, 7 a.m. our time. She said, no, you know what, wait. Um, You know, there's been a a couple of complications, but we're going to chill out a bit. So Marcus and I started to look at each other and we're like, maybe we should go over there anyway, just to like take a bit of pressure off her. We know it was really important to her that we were in the room when the babies were delivered. So we didn't want her holding on to them because we weren't there, uh, which could have been a detriment to her health or the babies. So we started to look at each other and go, should we go? So the investigation started. We found our mate Anne to come over and look after the dogs um, with you, Luke. We got, we've worked out with you to get the baby seats put in. We had to quickly have our flights changed, which cost us fucking more money than the original ones. And we had from 9am to pack our bags and get ready and get to Melbourne airport and fly out by 2pm. So we get to the airport, we are 10 minutes we've, we've got to check in. We just made it. We get to Dallas. We wait there for four hours. We get on a flight out to Amarillo that's still in Texas, which fuck me, this is unlike any other town. It's like a movie set um, that you've ever seen. We get here. Amber says, I'm totally fine. You guys go to sleep. Come and see me in the morning. So we check into this hotel. We get to bed at 9 p.m. after traveling all fucking day. We were wrecked at 10.30 p.m. I wake up to Marcus on the phone and he and he hugs me and he says, Bubba, the boys are coming. It's go time. We're going to the hospital. I'm like, what the fuck do I wear? What do we take? So we're like running around this room, freaking out, had no idea what to do. I'm like, should we put on cologne? And he's like, no. And we're like, just like, we didn't even know what to do. So then we did spray ourselves with Tom Ford. We jumped into an Uber. It was fucking freezing outside. The wind was blowing through us. And we get to the hospital. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's, it's the dad. So everyone knows about us here. And we get into our scrubs. We actually had to do the scrub of our hands. And then they, they, we go in, we meet Amber face to face for the first time. And Chris, her partner, was there. 
and bless him. He was so nervous. He looked really emotional. We gave him a big hug, promised him we'd look after her when we went into theatre, would stand right by her side, holding her hands, which we did. We got in there and there would have been, so each baby had four four people looking uh, looking after it. Amber had maybe about five people. Then there was us. So there was a lot of fucking people in this room. And it was 10 to 12, um, like 11.50 p.m. They bring us in. Amber, we're holding her hands. They're like, do you want to look around the curtain? I'm like, nope. I've seen these fucking movies before. Marcus is like, I can see. And I'm like, should I look? Anyway, next second we hear Obed yelling again, not crying. He comes out like, ah, ah, like so unexpected. It was so cute. Um, So they take him over to his bed. They put fucking like vacuum cleaners down his throat, up his nose. He's presenting totally fine. They're like, this baby is up and about. Then two minutes later at 12.21 a.m., Bobby Beckett comes out. He was quiet. He needed a little bit of oxygen straight away to like just kind of, I don't know, boost him or some shit. Um, but otherwise he was wriggling. He was happy up and about. Then we, they rolled him up like little burritos and we went and stood next to Amber. She was so um, emotional and happy with us. She's like, oh my God, they're fucking beautiful. I don't know if she said fucking, but she is recovering. She's doing really well. All right. Let's move to you telling people who had the funniest reaction when you told them. Like, uh, mum's got to be so predictable, but which ones stand out to you? Well, when Marcus called his family, no one could, well, his mum, sorry, answered FaceTime, but nobody else could answer FaceTime. So he was getting so frustrated trying to tell people. Oh, little Tommy, our little nephew, he was he was really excited. Um, and then he was like, shh, you're going to wake up the baby uncle's uncle. He was like, shh, telling me to be quiet when I was introducing him on FaceTime. That was super cute. Do you want to know the most incredible thing that happened? What are they called? Anesthesiologists? Anesthetists. Okay, sure. Um, thanks, Dr. Luke. So Marcus and I just a couple of hours ago, we're doing the skin on skin. They get the, you know, the boys are being fed and they come up to us, the nurses in Naiku, and they said, there's a man with a lot of presents um, standing at the door. He wants to see you guys. And we're like, we don't fucking know anyone in this town. Uh, like go and check him. So they do, right? And they come back and they said, he's actually the anesthetist from last night. He's one of our main like doctors here. He wants to come in. Are you guys okay with it? Which I'm like, how fucking amazing is that security? Anyway, so they let him in. He walks in with this giant bag with big bows and everything on it. And he said, guys, I just want to say to you, he goes, I've been... Um, a doctor for 26 years. He said, and last night was the highlight of my career. He said, the energy that was in that room, he said, was the most beautiful, um, uh, beautiful thing I've ever experienced in my life. He said, you're the most, um, bet like the best parents that I've ever seen. He said, it's very clear how much you love your boys. He said, and it reminded me of when my children were born. He said, and I've never seen a team so happy and up and about in a theater room in my whole career. Anyway, so he said, I was so blown away by you you guys being these fucking Australians coming all the way to Amarillo. He said, and you said to Amber, thank you for giving us our little Texan babies, he said, when you were holding them. So this doctor has gone out today on his fucking day off and he comes with these two packages, right, with... K 
cowboy boots with the letter O for Obed on these ones and the letter B for Bobby Becker on these ones. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't it? Oh, update on me. Oh, yes, Luke. Tell us, how are you going without me in Melbourne? Well, you just got, you just left. So now you have a thought about what's going to go down now. We have the Actor Awards this Saturday. So I'm going there by myself, probably to win a big award. <laughs> well, what, best digital creators in Australia. But yeah, what else have we got coming up? We've got a, quite a few things under wrap that we probably can't talk about, but yet I'm going to have to go to all of these by myself. So just Luke's going to shine, baby. Okay, can I just say a couple of things? Number one, don't get too comfortable. Number two, about time you fucking step up and help out and do something. Number three, I doubt we'll win the actor award because Cat Clark, Indy Clinton and every other fucking 10 out of 10 female in the industry is up for it. And number four, you know it was my dream to win an actor. If we win and you get to do an acceptance speech, you better fucking do me proud. If you don't mention me, I'll personally get on a fucking private jet and come back and kick your ass. Sorry, it's breaking up. Breaking up. (laughs) Shut up. Before I go, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has reached out to me and Marcus and have said and shared all of their love and their support. The overwhelm of how kind everybody is, um, is, is hitting us and we feel that and we're receiving it and I couldn't be more happier. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is a bonus episode. Turns out this is our fucking thing now. Um, I get my own episode once every two weeks. (laughs) Um, and, but we will be coming back with our episode, uh, uh, next week, Luke, on Wednesday. Yeah, all back to normal on Wednesday where we were working our butts off. So then if you did get up and leave us like this, we would have a lot to be able to still play for those that listen. Luke. I'm sassy. Sassy. Scott. 